This week we heard of an alleged attack on a well-known influencer. On the back of this, we are joined by Alexandra Ryan, who's founder and CEO of Goss.ie and a law student. It must have been quite interesting going back to college to cover law. There's so much to do. So much, yeah. Like the reason I went back to college to study law, I mean, number one, we were in the middle of COVID, so I had nothing else to be doing. Um, but also I knew that Coco's Law was coming in and I had been speaking to the Department of Justice and the Minister for Justice about the law because I had been a victim of revenge porn. And when that legislation came through, I ended up becoming an ambassador for the Department of Justice and mm-hmm. I did a big press conference and I worked on the launch of hotline.ie which is their service for reporting revenge porn was called intimate image abuse now um so yeah I knew all that was coming and I just wanted to really understand the bare bones of how the legal system works in Ireland how legislation is created because you know I'm very passionate about changing all the faults that are there and I know we're going to be chatting about today there's still a lot of holes left in legislation in particular with regards to women and um, mainly in criminal law it's just it's not strong enough and there's a lot of changes that need to happen and I just wanted to make sure I understood everything so that I actually had the right arguments with me when I went into the Department of Justice. So when it comes to online abuse where do our laws stand at the moment? To be honest it's not much yeah. if anything in terms of online abuse it's it's tough. So obviously Coco's Law, which is the legislation I was working on, there are definite, you know, huge strides have been made there. You know, the main part of the legislation is that, you know, the um, sharing of intimate images without consent is now illegal. And we've already seen someone being imprisoned for that. We're seeing more cases coming up where people are being sentenced. It also created um, the bylaw, I suppose, beside it, that even the intent to distribute, if you, you know, if you basically say to someone I will send this if you don't this or you don't that that's also an offense with a one-year sentence as well so that really did change the game in terms of image abuse and that was something that really really needed to be tackled but also section four of Coco's law um, basically states that it's an offense to distribute publish or send threatening or grossly offensive communications by any means with intent to cause harm. And that can be directed at a person or simply just about a person. And the reason that section is there is why the law is called Coco's Law, because Jackie Fox's daughter, Nicole, took her own life after being relentlessly bullied online. So that's why that section is in there. Now, I haven't seen it. I could be wrong. I haven't seen it been tested yet in our court system. So it hasn't really come up yet. But one of the main issues surrounding all of this in terms of online abuse is that the majority of the time online abuse is done anonymously and for me that's what I think needs to be tackled there's absolutely no legislation in Ireland that um, basically helps unmask people that are being anonymous online there is um, a legal route you can go down it's called a Norwick pharmacal order but it will cost you about 50 grand and you have to go through the high court and what that does is it unmasks people's identities online so the reason we need to do that in ireland go to the high court is because there's no legislation forcing the internet giants or the social media companies to unmask the people we have to go to court and ask for it we need to get a judge to get involved and then you may or may not actually get and the unmasking in the end so that's what people have to do now but obviously you can imagine yourself if someone's getting death threats or they're receiving abusive messages they don't probably have the money to go to like or first of all but the time it takes to do that so for me i've I've already spoken to the minister for justice helen mcintyre about this like i'm very very much pushing for legislation that would cover anonymous accounts but also it would it would be very majorly pushed towards defamation like i'm sure you're well aware there's lots of sites 
that are accusing people of all sorts, you know, yeah. very, very um, liable content. And that would be kind of mixed in with something that's more criminal. So, you know, there's a lot of talk this week about, you know, how can someone be abusive online and nothing get done until someone maybe gets attacked or until something maybe happens. And unfortunately, that is the way things are at the moment. Like as a woman in this country, nothing really happens until you're attacked or you're nearly attacked. Um, and Eve McDowell, um, she's an amazing advocate. She is bring helped bring in this new stalking legislation, but it's also not come through yet. So we're not at the final stage of that. It was announced in 2022. We're not really that close for it to coming to life just yet. Now it could happen kind of very quickly once there's a bit of pressure put on. But in that legislation, it will expand um, the kind of meaning of harassment to cover any persistent conduct that seriously interferes with the person's peace um, with their privacy or causes them harm or any distress, that will now be deemed a stalking. Um, and that means there will be a prison sentence attached to that. But the issue is it's it's not in. It's not in yet. The legislation isn't here. What is the process that goes into legislation like that? Like how often or how long does it tend to take? It honestly varies completely. It, it, it really depends. There's basically 10 stages that it has to go through before it's going to be signed off. The hardest thing sometimes is even just getting the bill written up and even getting it passed through the doll. And, and all that has happened with the stalking legislation, but it's not at the final stage yet where it can actually be signed in by the president. That's the final stage. Um, and with Coco's Law, I remember the bill being agreed to in 2018 but it wasn't actually signed off by President Higgins until the very last week of 2020. So that I, took two years. Yeah. So the hope with the stalking legislation when it was announced last summer was that it was going to be in by the end of 2022. So we're now in 2023 and it hasn't, it hasn't come out yet. But I am very confident it will be this year. But I think, you know, now that stories like this come to light in the media, it just reminds people of how flawed the legal system is here and the fact that things like that can happen. You know, in an ideal world, if anyone gets sort of abusive or threatening messages online, they should be visited by the guards. There should be some sort of arrest. There should be questioning. You know, that should be a charge in itself. But it just isn't at the moment when there's an anonymity associated with yeah. it. Obviously, direct harmful communications, it is covered under Coco's law, but you know, most people won't do it in that way. Um, so it's just, it's a scary place to be because you, as you know yourself, most of these sort of attacks, assaults, abuse are directed at women. So it's very much an issue for women. And, you know, we have to walk around knowing that these laws aren't properly protecting us and the legislation that really should have been here years ago, let alone months ago, still hasn't been enacted yeah, yet. Yeah, and these laws need to give, I suppose, the guards the power to go in and even discuss it with somebody or have a, a chat with somebody and, and try and figure it out. But also, I was actually quite impressed by Instagram because there was somebody online that I blocked and they actually said that they were going to block any other account that was set up under that name or under that um, email address. I don't know if actually how they follow it, but I think it's actually quite a nice step to see happening. But I don't know if many others do it like that. Yeah, I've seen that because I've blocked a few in my day. I'm sure mm -hmm. we all, especially girls, we all have stories of having to block people or report people and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Instagram brought that in a couple of months ago. And to be honest, it seems like it's worked because I've done it and I haven't heard from the same people again. So it's possible that it has worked, but I don't know anyone that specifically tested it. But this is the interesting thing about social media and it's a troubling thing is that there are very, very easy ways to stop the level of abuse that goes on. You know, when we were in the middle of COVID, if anyone even mentioned the word vaccine in a story or said the word COVID, 
something would flag up in every country around the world telling you to look at your local health website for more information and not to listen to basically what people are saying on Instagram, which was amazing. And it really helped, you know, get rid of, you know, very, very wrong information. Yeah. yeah, wrong information and anti-vaxxers and stuff like that. So it boggles my mind that the words, you know, like slut or kill or murder or whatever an abusive message might entail isn't getting flagged. Now, I know when you follow somebody new, there's also a new thing on Instagram that says, you know, we want to keep our community safe. Please think before you type. It says something like that. But then that's it. You're free to go. So that's a big issue that it's not being flagged. And then on top of that, anybody can start an Instagram account. You don't even need to have any real details about yourself. You know, the company just allows you to set it up. And that's, again, where we get back to the issue of a lot of the accounts are actually anonymous. So, yes, if you got a threat tonight and you blocked the account, amazing, it's blocked. It probably won't, you know, happen again from the same person. But you're never going to know who that person is. And if you were to go to the guards, they probably can't help you either. Like, they'll try their best. And, like, look, I've spoken to detectives and sergeants about this issue. They do want to help. But there has to be legislation in place. Yeah. There has to be a criminal act taking place. And that's what I love about the new stalking legislation is that it's finally saying that online communications that are persistent and that are causing anyone sort of distress is going to be deemed stalking. But it's just a waiting game now. It's when is it going to happen? How many women or, you know, I'm sure this happens to men as well. So how many people are going to have to receive abuse, possibly be attacked until the legislation comes in? It's a good thing too that it's a discussion because it's something that needs to be kind of pushed out further into the wider audience and get something done about it, really. I know, it's heartbreaking because it takes something really traumatic or, you know, devastating to happen in order for change to happen sometimes. Mm. Like I remember after Ashley Murphy was killed, a lot of change happened, you know, like the Department of Justice brought through um, a new kind of objective to end violence against women. It was like a zero tolerance policy and a whole framework has been built around that. And even with the stalking legislation, um, the criminal justice miscellaneous um, provisions bill um, is going to increase sentences for assault. So I know there's been a lot of chat about that recently. There's been a lot of cases where men in particular are getting suspended sentences for attacking women. Mm-hmm. It's happened a good few times recently because the, the same judge is, is doing it, but this new legislation is going to increase the sentencing from five years maximum to 10 years. So that's something that's going to be a big change too. So it, it is kind of a waiting game. Like I do think the government, it's important to them and they've made decisions to tackle this, but it's just not happening quickly enough. And that's what where the worry is, especially as someone like when I went through my intimate image abuse situation, like that happened like six years ago and I had to wait six years for legislation to come in so it's very difficult for people who are going through some of the issues that we're talking about now and they know that nothing can be done they know they have to wait it's a scary place to be it really is and really there needs to be more done about it and if people um are worried about stalking if you go on to stalking in ireland.ie there's more information up on there as well in case you're worried and also go and talk to the guards because even though like they might be able to do something or at least they can advise you yeah, it's definitely not they can't do anything. It's it's not it's not that bad. They definitely can't help. And there's um protection officers in, in guard stations as well that, you know, if you're feeling uncomfortable in your home, they can help you and they can come visit and make sure there's, you know, safety that the home is safe for you and stuff like that. So like definitely go to the guards. Always report something, even if you think, oh, the legislation, I don't want this to be all negative. Like there are mm-hmm. strides being made. 
if you're getting abusive message, messages, if someone's showing up, if someone's showed up more than once and you've told them you don't want them to, that is persistent and that is stalking. And there are some legislations in place. We just need more in terms of Absolutely. cyber stuff. You know, that's yeah. what we need. Mm-hmm. But there are, obviously, stalking is illegal. So anyone who's listening <laughs> to this, it's a criminal act. If anyone is directly stalking you, showing up, go to the guards. You will be helped. What we just need to see now is this to translate to online, Absolutely. so that you know yeah. people can't do this on the social media sites either. Absolutely, and hopefully it will it will happen quicker than we think it might. Alexander Ryan, mm-hmm. thank you so much for chatting to us.